Hey everyone, welcome back to Contractor Growth Tips. Today we are talking all about the idea of somebody just submitted a lead online. Now what? And I would say 50-60% of the contractors that when they reach out to us and say, hey, I got a problem with, uh, with leads, I need more leads. As soon as they answer the phone, I knew exactly why they are not doing well in business. So stick with it and I'll show you exactly what I mean. Hey everybody, welcome back to Contractor Growth Tips. As always, I am Wayne. And I'm Logan. And today, like Logan said in that intro, we're talking about just somebody submitted a lead. Nice, your marketing's working a little bit, but now what? Right, we're gonna be talking all about sales, all about some energy, your tonality, patience, and honestly, just answering the phone. So Logan, where should we start, my man? So we are gonna be starting off with the idea of just answering the phone, right? Somebody gives you a phone call and you don't know who it is. Wayne, how do you answer the phone? Usually, I'm like, good morning, this is Wayne. Yeah, I just go, hello, this is Logan. And for me, like, it's, it's like, should I be saying, like, you know, full sale marketing, this is Logan? Like, yeah, 100%. But, like, it just, you know, for me, it just feels like super salesy out of the gate. So I just say, yeah. hello, this is Logan. I mean, I, I think until we get to the point where, like, full sale is, like, big enough that, like, people don't know who Logan is. Yeah. Then I think that's when we position or uh, pivot over to full sale marketing, this is Logan. But for right now, it's one, I make sure that I sound like I actually want to be on the phone. Yep. And two, I introduce my name because I remember back in, um, I was trying to get my, my car detailed one time and it was like white glove uh, detailing, right, was the name of it. I remember it specifically because I remember this, that was from this situation. But I called the guy, calling this uh, company I find online, and I get, hello. I'm like, hey, is this uh, white glove detailing? Yeah. I'm like, and I literally said, you know what, actually I'm going to call somebody else, thank you. And I hung up. And that was literally what I said because it was so off-putting. I was like, if this guy does not even care to answer the phone and show that he actually, you know, wants yeah, business, actually wants cares. To talk, yeah, he just seems like like a like a kind of a shitty person. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, dude, I've come across this also, and like, I'm an energetic person. And yeah. If I call someone and they go, "Hello," I am thrown off, right? off. Oh my god, like it it almost hurts. It yeah. hurts over the phone. So this is like the easiest, like most tangible, actionable tactic that we can give. Answer the phone with some enthusiasm. Yeah, super easy. Super like, hello, like, hello. Even that. Phone? Yeah, I mean, like that. Like at least at that. Like, you, like in the very least, in my opinion, it should always be hello. This is blank. Introduce yeah. yourself. Yeah. Right? And so like, here, here's another thing I got. I just touch on, especially these days. Telemarketing is real bad. There's all these robo calls. I think it's slowed down a little bit, at least for me. I, I probably like there's like a law supposed to be coming out. But okay, like, good. Yeah, well, yeah. so people have been jaded. People have been jaded. Random numbers calling you. You don't want to answer because you're like, oh, it's gonna be another freaking telemarketer. Uh, well, so I started getting towards that piece of the puzzle. I'll tell you a little story here. Um, you know, every time it's a random number, and I'm like, okay, might be a lead. Might be a lead. Let me answer it. And I answered all super excited, and then. Either there's nobody there because they're just checking to see if it's a live number, so I got tagged, or it's a telemarketer, right? So I was getting jaded and jaded and jaded, and I actually wasn't going to answer the phone one time, and I'm so happy I did because it was someone that was calling to give me money. It was awesome. Literally someone calling for a lead. And, and if, if telemarketers ruin your day that bad yeah. that you don't even want to answer the phone or you want to answer with a negative you know, intro, get somebody else to answer the phone. Yeah, that's a good point. Because, like, that is that is not, I mean, I feel bad for you if you just go, oh, I don't want to say, hello, this is Logan, because what if it's a telemarketer? You know, then I just wasted all this energy. Get a different career. Bro, 
Yeah, like, like go back, jack. just work in the field. Like, like, don't own a business, don't worry about customer services, go work for somebody. Because if you cannot at least make it, you know, muster up the energy to get this, oh, but I'm getting five calls a day. Man, that sucks. Five calls times about three seconds of an intro is 15 seconds a day. Yeah, I, I get that. I, like, no, like, that is the stupidest thing. So, like, yeah. I hear that reason all the time. But, like, the reason I bring this up is we get this, you know, contractor will call us. Or a contractor, sorry, will um, reach out to us. You know, hey, I want to talk marketing. Great. Give that person a phone call. Hello. And I, right off the bat, I immediately know because yeah. think about a first impression. Right, every impression, like the very first impression you give somebody, is either going to build trust or it's going to lose trust. Right? There's no neutral ground. Yeah. So at that point, if you just go hello, you immediately then have to go on the defensive and try to build that trust back up with me. So if you're talking to a potential client who calls you up and yeah, hello, like at that point, you now have to have the greatest product on earth or somehow redeem yourself. But I mean. Because like to get back, but I, I deal with it all the time. I'm like, hey, this is Logan Schinholster. I'm like, oh, hey, man, how you doing? And I'm just like, why would you not leave with that? Like, yeah. Like, you know, that's like you walking up to me if I meet you in person and you look all disheveled. And Nice word. Thanks, man. Yeah. Oh, I, I figured like shovel is like a, a contracting word, so disheveled. De- okay. No, <laughs> yeah. So but you look all disheveled. Uh, you smell bad. But then as soon as I interact with you, I'm like, man, this guy's cool. He's got his stuff together unbelievably professional well my first impression of you was negative so now you have to overcome that and thank god you were like really charismatic and you knew your stuff and all and i'm like now i want to hang out with you but at first i didn't want to Mm. so if you start off with a bad first impression which is just the basic hello or you know something along those lines or even worse you don't ever answer the phone you always let it go to voicemail which we talked about you know make sure you actually have a voicemail that's you and gets the point across then You've already lost it. So whenever contractors go, hello, and we start talking, like, yeah, I just need more leads. I'm like, you don't need more leads necessarily. You need to learn how to answer the freaking phone. Yeah, you need to learn to actually be excited and run a business. Right. Right. And so something that you touched on was sort of the uh, first impression, and then it's actually the trust piece of the puzzle, which is interesting because we had this conversation this morning, actually, Mm -hmm. that you have to build trust. I don't know if everybody agrees with this. Some people are like, oh, I trust people until they show me reason to not trust them. Whichever piece of the puzzle you're going towards, how you answer the phone, right? You're either going to build trust, if you're one of those people who thinks you got to start at zero and build up, or if you're one of the people who think you start at 100 and then drop down, mm-hmm. answering negatively is going to negatively affect you in both those situations. Yeah. So it's all right. about energy. Come out of the all gate, energy. good energy, that'll help. Yeah. The second part of it, yeah. are you on the energy side? you want to move on? I'm good on the energy side. I think I'm going to touch on the... So we're, right now, we are on the... When you get a lead from someone that's calling you. Yep. So you all start about voicemail. We might as well touch on this. We've, we've talked about it in an episode in the past, or a piece of an episode in the past. Guys, if, if you don't have a good voicemail, if you don't even know what your voicemail sounds like, honestly, I'm not going to be upset. Stop this episode right now. Go listen to your voicemail. Go re-record it. Um... And once again, have some energy in it and give some proper instructions. Logan, right off the bat, all right, on the spot, go ahead, record a voicemail for us. Hey, this is Logan Schindholst with Full Stone Marketing. I appreciate you reaching out. If you're listening to this, do me a favor. Either shoot me over a text message to my phone number, 240-508-2391, or just go ahead and shoot an email to logan at fullstonemarketing.com, and I'll make sure that I get back in touch with you ASAP. Thanks. Oh, wow, look at that. 
I think it's like pretty much my exact one. Yeah, but it's pretty solid. You didn't even ask about the leave voicemail one because I mean people know about it, right? People know it's, it's, it's leave understood. Voicemail. It's understood. Yeah, yeah. I, I go the route of very much the same. Hey, this is Wayne Bell's with Full Sail Marketing. Thanks for miss. Uh, thanks for calling. Sorry, I missed you. If you'd like, please feel free to shoot me a text message to the number you call me from, or leave a message, and I'll be sure to call you back. Thanks. Yeah, just like direct them, let them know because everybody knows. Hey, do me a favor, leave your name, number, and a brief message. Like, first off, I already got your number. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, like so, like that still works. Apparently, like according to Audrey, uh, my girlfriend, like in the corporate world, you still have to do that. You know, because that's more of like a saving yeah. face. But like, people hire people; they don't hire businesses anymore. So. Yeah. I just wanted to touch on that yeah, on the whole, okay, cool. whole voice piece puzzle. Make sure you have a voicemail. Make sure it's not full because yeah. there's nothing more frustrating than when I'm trying to call a contractor, I want to honestly give them my money to come fix a problem of mine. Yep. And then I can't even, they don't, first off, they don't answer. And then I can't even leave my voicemail. How do you feel? Hurt? Disappointed. I was thinking more frustrated, but hurt, hurt's good too. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so guys, that's sort of those inbound leads as far as if someone's calling you. Those are sort of the two biggest pieces of the puzzle is you need to have energy behind it. Um, you need to make sure you have a voicemail. And then, I mean, if we want to keep going on this piece, right, what if you do have energy? Good, now you're on the phone with them. You want to keep going that route or you want to switch over to if a lead comes through through the internet? Obviously, a lead comes through and talk about time. All right, beauty, go for it. So time is out of the essence, right? And, and one of the things I want to throw at Wayne is, let me ask you this question. Based off of having to have energy and having to call back leads, especially internet leads, very quickly, would you say that in this day and age, the benefit is in the hands of the youth? Meaning if you are younger, because I, I listen to my dad, I know his response time. I listen to him have calls. Mm. And he can, I mean, he's more the demographic and the age range of these people. But when I listen to him have a conversation with them, he is 62. He doesn't have the energy. Yeah, he, It's not a priority of him, of his to call back within five minutes now for us our goal is to be back within a minute 30 seconds yeah i mean ideally if you look at scared some people before yeah, yeah i mean and, and i thought i catch people off guard but i never caught them off guard in like a negative way no um and i know for me if you submit a lead and i call you back within a minute i've got a pretty good chance of selling you right then and there or at least having like a very good conversation definitely i don't remember what the stats are but it's something off the charts it's like like i think i think it's like i know for five minutes i think it's you have a 400 percent chance of closing that lead or a 400% higher chance of closing that lead if you call somebody back within five minutes. Yeah, and there's a whole other stat that it's like people are X percent more willing to buy from the first contact oh, yeah? that they make than anybody else. Honestly, people are lazy. I don't want to have to call 100 contractors. Right. I want to call one. If they seem like they can solve my problem, cool, done, check. I got that off my list. Or at least this is like the person who gets the first crack at it because yeah. like think about when they submit this lead or they call you, they're they're dealing with pain right there on the spot. Oh, right. Yeah. It's not like, oh yeah, like three weeks ago you submitted a lead and you're still having this problem. Because no. you got them within five minutes. You got them with you know, with, with whatever it is, hey, you just filled this out. Because like maybe they you know, maybe what they did is they're frustrated at their pain. Mm -hmm. And they find they're walking in the house like this looks terrible. Let me, let me just call them up right now. And they call you up, but then what if you call them back the next day? 24 hours, not that big of a deal, right? But maybe they're already on vacation, right? They're oh, gone, they're out of the house. Or you call them when they're at work and they're not dealing with that mental situation right then and there, they're gonna be like, oh yeah, 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 my my, uh, my house doesn't look very good. Versus them like staring at their house right there because you call them on the spot. Completely different scenario that the customers are in. It's way harder to sell somebody when they're not in their 
pain aha moment of mm. I gotta hire somebody. Yeah, for sure. So, but to answer your question, I do think that younger people yeah. have an advantage over that. So what do you do? So let's say you are a 50 year old contractor. Mm. You, you know, like you know this stuff. Yep. I mean, do you hire somebody? Do you hire an answering service? Like, how would you go about it? Honestly, uh, I'd either go an answering service or almost just like a kind of a secretary. Yeah. I don't know if secretary is... Office admin? There it is. Yeah. I was like, what's the politically correct term yeah. these days? I would hire... Are you, are you assuming that I was talking about a woman? I was talking about a male secretary. But either way, I digress. Nice. Uh, I would hire someone, sort of an appointment center, right? Because yes, I am that 50 year old contractor. I know the industry, I know my pricing, I know how it works. I know sales, to be perfectly honest with you. You know what? I don't like answering the phone. I don't like answering the phone. I don't have that much energy. Uh, so I'm gonna hire an office admin to set appointments for me. Yeah. Someone whose job it is to literally be cheery, be upbeat, have energy, answer the phone professionally, thank someone for calling, and say, you know, it's super important to us that we understand your project. It's okay if I go ahead and set up an appointment for you to speak with maybe even our owner. I love, I honestly love saying that. Like, oh, one of our owners will get in touch with you. Like, and then I'm like, cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, man, one of the owners is going to call me. Okay. Wow, that's legit. Um, and then go from there. So that's what I would do. Honestly, if I didn't want to answer the phones... If I didn't want to always be almost on that edge, go ahead and set up your phone number. Let it redirect to uh, to whoever your office admin is. I think actually through Google, you can. I know for a fact you can set up a Google number. But I think you can actually schedule it. Oh, really? Also, so that only certain hours it's going to redirect. Um, That's pretty cool. You know, based off of how much I'm sure your you, office admin's working. And like, if you have like an in-house office admin, you can obviously tell them, hey, here's the question that you had to ask them. Yep. Um, I've heard good and bad of this meaning i've heard some people that like um like yeah you know office admin make sure you get you know how much they want to spend so the person would be like okay so tell me about the project yeah okay what is your budget like that is a very off-putting and aggressive abrasive way to do it so, so you want to get married yeah that's like that's just what it is <laughs> it's like let's just jump right in so it's you like there's a right way and a wrong way to do it the office admin more so in my opinion should really act as like a gatekeeper to you mm. of more of like, hey, what are you looking for? Great. Uh, can I ask you like, where are you located? Because if they're, you know, 100 miles away, you're not going to go out there. Perfect. If you're looking for something that you don't cover, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. But I wouldn't have them necessarily pre-qualify everything unless they're like trained in this. Yeah. They're a trained salesperson. A lot of people, it's just like with the e-myth idea of you hire a bookkeeper, then the bookkeeper's got to hire somebody else. So now the bookkeeper slash, you know, bookkeeper and a hiring manager. Mm. And then it's just like you're having them spread out of what they do. But if your office admin is actually answering the phone, have them go through sales training because even if they're not the ones doing the selling, yeah. they know the cues to, to pick up. Because if somebody yep. says, hey, I'm looking for a quote that's affordable, well, the office admin could go, oh, okay, great. Like, what do you tell me what affordable looks like? Or like, tell me what you're trying to have done. Yep. And they can kind of vet them because if they just go, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, of course, we're affordable. But that's a subjective term. Yeah. You know where you locate. All right, I'll pass you on, and then they pass them on to the owner. The owner's like, "Yeah, they wanted the whole house painted for four thousand dollars." Like, that's not going to happen. Uh, so happen. I would say, if you're going to do in-house, have them go through sales training. If you're going to outsource yeah. them to a call center, then speed is going to be your friend in that case. So speed make sure that whoever's answering is answering the phone with energy. They actually want to answer the phone, and they're doing it in a timely fashion, or they're calling back leads. Very quickly. Yeah, so there it is, right? That's kind of where this started as far as like the you gotta leave, how fast you call them back. 
Hey, I mean, maybe a lot of these contractors, well, for fact, tons of contractors are still working in the field, right? So most, yeah. Yeah, a lead comes through, you don't even see it. You're not going to see it for a few hours. Maybe you left your phone in your truck, or it's only on vibrating. Well, you're busy operating a bulldozer. It's vibrating right. tons. Uh, so you have someone specifically to call back as soon as possible. You have such a higher chance of closing that lead. Such a higher chance of getting that business out. That is huge. The last piece of the puzzle for me is when you... There's, there's kind of a trend going on, and I'm seeing it. It bugs me. Your customer, or your potential customer, does not know much about your industry at all. So when you talk to them, they're not going to know anything and they're looking at you to, to guide them, right? Yeah. And they and their biggest fear is that they're going to get taken advantage of. And that is the biggest thing that everybody in life wants to avoid when working with the business is they don't want to feel, or they, and they, oh, I'm sorry, they don't want to actually get taken advantage of. So mm -hmm. when you talk to them, this is not a you versus them thing. Mm -hmm. And I hear this all the time where people go, this tire kicker did this, this tire kicker did that, and this person, she wanted her whole house painting for $40,000, who does she think she is? And it's just like, that is not common. This, like, the stuff that you do as a contractor, it is not common knowledge. Like, the car industry is pretty good, because people kind of know what cars cost. Like, Wayne, what do you think a uh, Toyota Camry is going to cost? 25 Okay. It's not four grand, is it? <laughs> it's definitely not right. four grand. Right, so you yeah. know, but in the contracting industry, because there's so much variability and people don't put all their pricing out there, even though it's getting more and more popular, they just don't know. So when you treat them as a nuisance and they're bugging you and it's a you versus them thing, then what's going to happen is the rest of your company is going to look at it that way too. And yeah. now you've got a culture of us versus them and how can you ever build a customer experience around us versus them, which again goes back to that whole idea of customer service, which we talked about in previous episodes of you really got to make it pleasant for people to work with you. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, just when you talk to people on the phone, understand that a lot of them are not ready to buy right now. Or if they are, they don't know how much you cost if you're higher end. Yeah. People for us, they don't know what websites cost. Not right? So they call up and, they, and they're like, I'm like, hey, have you thought about like, you know, how much you want to spend? I'm like, I don't even know what the stuff costs. Perfect. Mind if I tell you what ballpark prices are? And I tell them and they go, oh man, okay, I got to save up for that. I'm like, beautiful. Until I understand. I mean, do I have the right to get mad at them and go, no. oh, like, why Why would you not know? Like, did you not, like, skip and go all through my website? Like, it just doesn't work like that. So yeah. you actually have to make it sound like you care and you want to help because truly, I mean, as a contractor, you're a problem solver. You help solve people's problems, and some people's problems are they need a new kitchen, and some people's problems are they didn't know how much a kitchen costs. Customers don't go to customer school. Nope, they don't. So make it make it sound energetic on the phone answer quickly because think about this day and age what's happening amazon came out with two-day shipping and now what's walmart doing i think walmart's doing same day shipping so now yep. what is amazon going to have to do just to keep up same day shipping as well yeah they actually launched one day shipping in, in bigger cities i know dc well, they have same fact, day. they've same already day. doing same day yeah, yeah exactly and, and now they're about to start doing all the drone stuff which is um they're gonna have plants all over so it's like oh, speed God. is everything like they i know that right now Today is the slowest day that technology will ever evolve ever again. Let me say that one more time. Today is the slowest day that technology will ever evolve again, meaning tomorrow the speed at which technology gets better and better is going to be faster than today. And every day is the exact same. And that's the same thing with communicating and buying and all that stuff. Everything is all about speed these days. So if you yeah. are waiting to call people back, I remember yeah. we had um, 
I'm not going to say his name, but there's a contractor that we've worked with that he said that he reached out to a lead five days later and the lead responded immediately to the email. Then he reached out another four days later and the person said, hey, I appreciate you reaching back out, but you were too slow. I already hired somebody else. And snooze you lose. And he realized that when you wait that long and you make people jump through hoops and you make it super hard for them, it's, it is not a good feeling because no. I, I mean, I, I remember one time I was trying to buy Tom Reaver a present for, it was a custom kettlebell and I had such a hard time getting in contact with the sales rep that I finally reached out to the customer service rep and the yeah. customer service said, you know what I suggest you do? I suggest you just pay the invoice because once you pay the invoice, he's more likely to actually give you a call back and I said, you know what? That is terrible business practice. <laughs> not a chance. I was like, do me a favor. I want you to tell the sales rep that I will, I'm, I'm good. And it was just like, I mean, it was, it was like, it was unbelievable. I was, I was frustrated at them at that point. But I, want, I want someone, if, if you're out there and you believe this sales tactic will work, send us an email, please. Yeah. Try it. The next time you have a lead, just say, you know what, you know, just, uh, just go ahead and pay me the $10,000 and, and, and then I'll get back to you. Yeah. And then we can discuss because then I'll know that you're worth my time. I was so mad. I, I, and I wanted to just like, you know what, do me a favor. Put your owner on the phone because I want to tell them exactly what you just said. Yeah. Because like. I, you cannot be running a profitable company if that's how your customer service responds. Of oh yeah, just pay the invoice and we'll be more yeah. likely to call. Like no, no, yeah, you're an idiot. No, so, not a chance. So yeah. also with, with that, I mean, this is definitely the last piece of the puzzle, right? As as far as everything Logan's been talking about uh, on the phone being communicative, uh, truly then the last piece because there is no such thing as customer school. Patience, patience, guys. Don't be assuming that people know what it costs. Don't be assuming. They know even what your schedule is. Tons of times, right? Customers are going to say, like, oh, so uh, when are you trying to get this project done? It's like, oh, t tomorrow? This week? Oh, actually, I have an event next week coming up. Can you come on out here? Dude, they don't know, right? They just don't know. They're not thinking about it because obviously they're in pain. They want their problem solved. You know, if you were in their shoes, wouldn't you want your problem solved as soon as possible? Most likely. So you just got to be patient. You got to work with them. Also, you know, a lot of times your target clientele are sort of the older demographic. Maybe they don't know much about technology. They're used to doing a business a little bit differently, not even over the phone. They're used to somebody just running right out. So you need to be patient with people. You need to just work on their level, honestly, at their speed. Be quick in the follow-up, but then once you're on the phone, work at their speed and just be as helpful as possible. Can I throw one thing out? Kind of a bit of a tangent. I guess so. So I see this a lot. And they go, oh, this, this customer wanted this for, mm. I was going to charge 1000 they asked if I could do it for 850 mm. How would you respond? And you see it on the Facebook page, everybody's like, oh, tell them that, you know, you wouldn't go to McDonald's and negotiate the price. You wouldn't go to Target and negotiate the price. Yeah, but if you think about it in life, the bigger purchases, a house, you know, somebody, hey, I'm selling the house for 500 You tell a person, hey, I'll pay you 460 Car. It's negotiation. Car, same deal. You go buy it. So... You have to understand that if there was no such thing as negotiating in life on anything and then somebody wanted to negotiate with you, then maybe that is a little bit of a faux pas. Mm -hmm. However, the smaller purchases, it's not really much of a negotiation. The bigger purchases, house, car, things like that, there's yeah. always a negotiation. Yeah. Whether you're going higher, lower, you're changing the terms because everybody wants to, to feel like they, they came out on top. Yeah. So when people are negotiating with you, they're asking you, hey, you know, you know I know you said 1000 could you do it for eight fifty? Just stay on your ground. I'm like, no, but you know, don't get mad at them because that is just how the world works. And there's certain cultures where negotiation is everything. 
right? So you have to understand if somebody's calling me in, and yes, you're going to sound prejudiced, but like yeah. that is the world that we live in. You have to know that certain cultures, they're going to come in wanting to negotiate. Mm-hmm. So you have to just like kind of have that in your mind that like this is what's going to happen. Yeah. You can't get mad at them because that's how they grew up, right? So well just, said. just understand that, that yeah. that's, a, that's a part of it is not a negative against you. They're not devaluing you. Everybody just wants a good deal. Everybody wants to feel like they're they're winning, yeah. and negotiation is big yeah. in our society. I mean, honestly, I, it's happened to me before where I like ask for a discount or negotiation, and someone just says they're they honestly they have empathy. Say, you know what? I understand. I wish we could to make it work for our business. This is what we have to charge. Yeah, like oh, like, like oh, do you have a military discount though? Yeah. Honestly, if, were you in the military? Yes. Thank you so much for your service. I wish we could. But how our business is structured, this is what we have to charge. Yeah. Is that going to be a deal breaker? I tell you what, I've never gone somewhere because they have a military discount. Like I'll ask, hey, do you have a military discount? Yeah, we do. Okay, great. Let me tack that on. But like, I've never been somewhere because I'm like, oh man, I get ten percent off. Like, this is awesome. Let me go there. It's like I've never, I've never had that before. So like, yeah. you know, it's I appreciate it. You know, like, but it doesn't. It you know, like yeah, my business is my business. So that's what you're the edge. Yeah. So. Either way, all good. Make sure that you guys are answering the phone energetically. You're introducing yourselves properly. Speed is everything. Like this is one of those like most underrated things ever. Speed is everything. Call people back if you can within 15 minutes maximum. Yeah, that's like the the barrier of entry for online leads because online is even faster yeah. than it is if uh, offline. And then you have to understand, you have to have patience with people because not everybody knows what you know about your business. So you cannot assume that they do. So make sure that whether they're ready to buy today or they want to just talk it out because they're ready to buy in three years, that that's just part of owning a business. And if you're not ready for that, don't own a business. Yep. That, that's it, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you liked today's episode, then do us a favor and hit that subscribe button. We're dropping new episodes every single week, bringing value to you trying to help the contractor industry grow. I want to say put more money in your pocket. Thanks, guys. Thanks.